This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Indeed, you are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9 in Joy's 30th year. Now, our next guest... uh, Name is Jonas, and Jonas is here from Singapore. He's in Melbourne for a week, and he's a listener of Saturday Magazine. Uh, one, of, one of our downloader podcasters from, uh, from Singapore. From Singapore. Yes. Well, welcome to the studio, Jonas. Thank you for having me. We haven't yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, coming to Melbourne, so you've been here a day and a half, thereabouts. thereabouts uh, yeah. What are your first... Thought you're staying in Collingwood. Yes, I am. And so you're close to lots of shops and venues, uh-huh. uh, sort of surrounded by Circuit Bar, The Peel, The Laird, Wet on Wellington. Um, visited any of them yet? Not yet. Not but yet? I'm sure I will. You will? <laughs> They're definitely on my itinerary. Cool. So what do you got planned why you're in Melbourne? I mean, I know you, or Victoria, you've got a lot of things planned, and, and why? Um, well, I'm definitely going to do all the touristy stuff. Yep. And I guess I want to check out the um, LGBT scene here in yep. Melbourne. I want to feel what it's like to be more free. So, so I, I've never been to, to Singapore, Jonas, um, yep. and, and Mac has been quite a few times, and it, it's... Yeah, from what I hear, it it's just more difficult to be your true self there. Give us a little understanding of what it actually means to be uh, a queer person living in Singapore. Well, um, until recently, uh, we retained the colonial law against gay sex between men in private. So that was recently repealed. And what happened um, at the same time was that um, a bill was passed to prevent the definition of marriage from being challenged in a court. So effectively, only the government can decide what marriage means. Uh, and that affects a lot of social policies like public housing, in which about 80% of Singaporeans live in, uh, and uh, health care and rights you know, to, uh, to information about your partner and stuff like that. So they, what it means is that heteronormative marriage is what the government will recognise. The government will not recognise uh, marriage in another jurisdiction between people of the same sex. Now, that is a legal grey area. Yeah. It hasn't been tested yet. hasn't been tested yet. Okay, so... And as, as a spoiler alert, you've got a legal background, so, you know, you, you come here with with some knowledge of the, uh, the, the legal system. Yes, that's correct. Um, so, so just, you know, being... And I was talking about being your true self. So if you're out and about on the street, it's, it's highly unlikely that you would overtly display the fact that you are part of the queer community. Are, are there bars and places you can go and hang out with other like-minded people? Yes. Um, the gay neighbourhood is called... Uh, it's along a road called Neil Road, but it's rather small. There are only about, like, two or three bars and now about two clubs, um, but still rather small compared to, say... Taiwan or uh, Bangkok. Um, and yeah, you wouldn't see gay couples, um, well, queer couples holding hands or displaying affection. Um, but I have seen the younger generation 
openly doing so. And Testing I thought it. that was yeah. really... Because there are laws in Singapore about, uh, I'll use a broad term, public displays of affection or licentious behaviour. <laughs> um, Which applies to everyone, though, yeah? It, it applies to everyone, yeah. but, you know, I, I think in terms of, of, of context that, you know, Singapore uh, is truly a multiracial society. Yes. I'm not going to call it a democracy because it's not. <laughs> it's a controlled democracy. Yet, multiracial society, multireligious, and in fact there's a lot of law and legislation around this, even in terms of in the public public housing or the housing that is owned by the government, you know, there are requirements that, you know, uh, different nationalities and cultures live together. And, you know, so there's, one call it an allocation, but there has to be yes. within this these within these tower blocks and, and, and other housing, each each cultural group, each each uh, group has to be represented within those buildings. That's absolutely correct. There and, is a quota. Yeah. So um, there are four main races in Singapore: the Chinese, the Malays, the Indians, and um, a category that we call others. Others. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, uh, we call them, well, they are usually the Eurasians, but not what you would think um, being um, part Caucasian, part white. But um, these are, I guess, descendants of the British. The colonials. Of, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. if I can, you know, I think our listeners be interested. So, the public health, the system in Singapore, how does it work? How do you... Uh, Get on. How do you get access to this housing, mm-hmm. um, and what does it cost? Well, if you want to get a newly constructed public apartment, you got to bid for it, and you got to form a traditional family nucleus. Oh, right. Yeah, and if you're single, you can only bid for it when you're 35. Yeah, and you're only. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you're only allowed to get a one-bedroom apartment. Right. And it's tiny. So is there an allocation in that for 35-year-old single folk? Or is it just, oh, well, well, we'll give you the dregs, we'll give you what's left over if there's anything left over? Well, you kind of, well it depends on, on how successful you are when you bid for it. And so you, it's based on how much you bid? Yeah, and you never, you, you never get it the first time you bid. No. Yeah. And so, so there really is like a a, a, a disincentive, or, or there, there really is no way for a a queer couple mm-hmm. to get a normal traditional family home. Yes. just if they're of the same sex, they they will either. Um, most of us live with our parents. Um, in part, it's because of its uh, Asian culture, but uh, it also has to do with um, the difficulty getting um, public housing and uh, the cost of living in Singapore. Uh, so a lot, um, most of my queer friends that I know, uh, they do, they have to live in p- private housing yeah. and that costs a hell of a lot more, a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So the government owns them. You get a, depending on whether you're buying something new or something that's already existing, you might get a 99 year lease. Is that correct? Yes. And, you know, so the government always owns the freehold. Uh, and I think it's important to understand that. You know, the building of these in Singapore is financed by uh, compulsory superannuation or retirement contributions you make. Yes. And you actually borrow money 
from that fund, don't you? You can yes. borrow money from that fund, yes. you know, to purchase it. So it is a, an incredibly successful example of how uh, public housing or, or housing that the government provides can work. Now, it's not perfect, but, you know, I don't think there's anywhere else in the world that has that level of public housing in housing that is, you know, of really of good quality, isn't it? Yeah, some of them look like um, newly constructed condominiums. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jonas, thank you for joining us. I know you're going to have a great time here in Melbourne. I know that you've got an itinerary that's ridiculously. He's actually busy. joining us tonight at, at, Joy's, <laughs> at the Joy Party, at Joy's thirtieth. Oh, yeah. there you go. I'm and, sadly I won't be there, but you'll have a great time. Okay. And of course, he's he's come to observe us. And see, I just want to ask. So, the Pride Centre, Joy, and actually sitting in on a show. What are your thoughts? This is entirely new. It's very fun so far. Never been in a radio station. Yeah, watching a radio recording. Now, do you want to send a cheerio to anyone in Singapore? And you can and feel free to use a language other than English if you wish. <laughs> if you'd like to send, because we will be podcasting this. If you'd sure. like to send a message, go ahead. Sadly, I can't speak any other language. Besides English, even though I should be able to, um, but I, I, I'll give a shout out to my friend Mark, Eric, and Leslie. Yeah, that's it. There you go. There you Thank go. you. You are on Saturday Magazine Joy ninety four point nine. Stay with us. Our next guest is retiring Green Senator Janet Rice. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.